Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Formula One podcast straight to the apex. The guys are here, they're talking Formula One. What more would you want from a Formula One podcast? Well, races, race reviews, race previews, race news, race gossip. It's all here. It's all here. Everything you could possibly want from a Formula One podcast and more. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Let everybody know how much you love this podcast. Let the guys know how much you love it. Just just share the love. Show the love. Love. Right. Enough from me. Let's hear from these guys. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Straight to the apex. <laughs> Hi, how are we doing? It's me, T-Dog, and it's episode 17 of Straight to the Apex F1 podcast. Um, I'm joined by Harry Potter quiz champion, Mark Wilkin. Hello, hello. How are you, Mark? You all right? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Are you? Yeah, not so bad. And I'm also joined by James... Staying for the it? sexiest man on the podcast, oh, but he he's changed his name today to Jimmy. Oh, I'm going to say I best get some. I mean, you I'm just really is a... James. I didn't have time to think of anything different. I normally like the UK aviation. I think it's part two. I'll change it for part two. James, who wherever he lives, don't want to really give away his location. Um. He's still on dial-up, so he may or may not have difficulty getting his point across. But some may say that, well, let's not go there. Anyway, so what was what we've been up to? What you been up? What was you up to yesterday, Mark? Was it a fantasy NFL draft? It was indeed. Yep, it went terribly. Nice. Great, great. James, have you been up to anything lately? I wish you could say I had a really good game of golf. Good game of golf? It's a really good game. And then turned to... But that's oh. golf. That's golf. 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 Um, anyway. What about you, Tony? Did you do anything yesterday? I went to a place called Sled Me a House on Sunday, and it was just beautiful. Lovely walk, lovely walk around the grounds. There's a little bit of a maze. Um, yeah, fun times, real fun times. You know, when you when you hit your 30s, life really gets going. And instead of going to a beef fair, instead of going to London and swanky restaurants, you end up going to these... 18th, 17th, 16th century houses and walking around them and thinking, Phew, suddenly becoming an architect. Is that why your face has got a nice glow? Are you being out in the sunshine? No, I've got, um, I've actually invested in equipment for the podcast and I have a selfie light. So 
Oh, yeah. Just sort of... Wow. I mean... Incredible. So, I know, guys. I'll get a microphone one day, but for now, I've just nicked this light from Beth's so draw. Before, what, what, so, before you What did you get from McDonald's? <laughs> did you get I McDonald's? Got... Hell Bonded yeah. by McDonald's, not Nando's this week. I got... Uh, just a steady order of 20 chicken nuggets, quarter pound of meal, large, Fanta to drink, garlic, bites, barbecue sauce. Yeah, standard. So, so before you bought a microphone, you bought a selfie light. And 20 quid's worth of McDonald's. Nice. And this is why you couldn't make it earlier, right? Nice, nice, nice commitment to the cause there, Tony. Priorities, priorities. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, three hours before the podcast, you said, let's not do it at this time. Let's do it at this time now. I did. And then you said, oh, I'm going to the gym. I mean, have you spent three hours at the gym? When you're lifting heavy weights, Mark, I mean, you might not understand this because you don't lift heavy weights, but you've got to rest. Like when you're picking up like 200 kilos off the floor, you've got to rest. Oh. Take some toll on your body. Billy Big Bollocks. I'll tell you You're what. How long rest? I mean, long Two hours, 45 minutes. Jesus Christ, James. <laughs> I mean, James, he, he's actually missed John's uh, parents' evening tonight to be to be on the podcast. Then you you messed him about. I've, I've cancelled things to be on the podcast tonight because you couldn't do tomorrow night when we usually record. So let's crack on. God, you Shots. two are a pair of bitches, aren't you? Shots fired. It's not that deep, but anyway, we'll, we'll carry on. Somebody uh, commented on the last video, so go go check that out, guys. Last video, great, great video, summer break. But we're here today, let's get to it, the Dutch GP. And what a GP it was. Records were broken. Records Ferrari Stekas. Debuts, techno, chaos, crashes. We saw... All the tyres, and we had all the weather. What was your thoughts, guys? Initial thoughts. Let me know. Why just took into a garlic bite? Bullwank. Right, right. Is that your thought? You're right. Okay. Um, you said one word. Well, that's true. Um, the best Grand Prix, not one word, but the best Grand Prix of the season. I agree. I agree. It had it all. It had it all. Um, but let's get into it. Any news to start off before we jump straight into this Dutch GP? Sergio Perez is now giving out excuses why he's wank. <laughs> mm, interesting. Um, did any of you? I mean, this is really aimed at James because Turner would have watched it. Did you watch Christian Horner's interview after the race? Obviously, we will get to that about why they did what they did in the race and like defending themselves and basically saying we fucked Perez over. I've got it word for word here, Mark. If you'd have like you? me to, uh, I have. I've seen that interview, but so, it was fucking. Draw me to. Do you want me to give you uh, what he said? Go for it. There were a couple of reasons behind making the decision. 
One was that we had Fernando Alonso taking the slicks as well, and I think it was Gasly behind him. The pace of the undercut, if we would have pitted Checo first and Max the second lap, excuse me, we had the risk of coming out after that had shaken down and being first and fourth. His outlap was so extreme, it took us slightly by surprise that Max jumped Checo. Just so much happening in very, very variable conditions. He also then went on to say, I hope you can follow what I just said because it was complete and utter bollocks and we all know who the number one driver is at Red Bull. It was the biggest load of shit because they both had a gap. I mean, let's not jump into in thingy, but what a load of shit. I mean, because, um, is it Bernie, who is this strategist who's on there, really good commentator, she literally pulled it apart live during the yep. race, and she was yep. like, oh, oh, not the, the team decided this. It wasn't Max, it wasn't Checo. The team pulled this stunt. I can't believe they've done that to him. Hmm, explain yourself, Christian. And he lied. Lied, 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 lied. Yeah, man, it, it didn't make sense. It, Checo yep. questioned it. Checo yep. questioned it. So that oh. was the biggest red flag ever. Biggest red flag ever. And yep. no wonder he feels the way he does. So all, all it did was, I said, as soon as it happened, he just went on the radio. He went, as, as Max just stumbled the cutters, and they just went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Daniel Ricciardo is out for a number of weeks. Broke his wrist yeah. in um, a crash. Broken metacarpal. You'll know about that. Strange. Being in the, in the field, Tony. Well, <laughs> I do. He broke his metacarpal which is, is a tricky place to break a bone. Um, he did go to Barcelona, and I think it's Z- Xavier Mia, is a world-renowned hand um, surgeon, spoke to Stroll. Um, he does a lot of the... hand surgeon. surgeon. <laughs> and um, he does a lot of the surgery for the MotoGP guys to fall off right. their, their bikes. Um yeah, interesting. I don't think he'll be... He's not going to be back for a couple of weeks again, Horner. Nobody knows. Could be two weeks, could be a month, could be God knows when. Singapore, I've heard, maybe, which is not next next race, but the race after. Don't know. That means Liam Lawson will be continuing his debut. But did you know, and this is a question for you guys, how many drivers is a team allowed to have in a season? I didn't know there was a rule. I didn't. But there is. <laughs> no, I would have thought there was maybe, well, three, really. You know, you, you have your two men and one reserve. Reserve, but... yeah. So maybe four, four, because you have a reserve yeah. for your reserve. It's four. They're allowed really? four. So they've got Ricardo, Sonoda, De Vries and Lawson. So if something happens to the two drivers now, they might have to go back to De Vries, which oh, could cool. be a bit awkward. That'll be awkward. That'll be nice. What a nice conversation. Yeah. Hi, we sacked you. Do you want to come back and drive? <laughs> I mean, Liam Lawson did all right in a very, very difficult race. But yeah. I don't think he's the, he's not the chosen one at all. 
I well, think yeah. back back end of last season they were looking to try and bring somebody in. Um, yeah, mm. he's actually racing in um, Japan in the series, which I didn't know. Um, oh. So he's yeah, so he's doing that alongside F1 now. So, but I mean, he did all right, didn't he? Yeah, it was a difficult race for him. To be fair, I mean, mm. look at Logan but, Sargent. He's been driving all all year, and he still managed two crashes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we've we lost don't. James. I've got. He's maybe deep in thought. It's the dial-up. It's the dial-up. Yeah. Dial um, um, Max has got his trophy back. Max has got his trophy back. His damaged trophy from Lando. Nice. Wow. Um, Did they glue it together? Lando made it like a jigsaw. You just glue and like masking tape wrapped around it or something. <laughs> I've got Hass of signed, both signed contracts for next season. Yep. Sticking around. And I've got there's also half the press. Um, young lad, reserve driver for Aston Martin. Is jumping in the stroll seat for FP1, similar to what happened this this week with uh, Signs. Mm. It was really rumored to be joining Audi in 2026. Is it rumored? I mean, rumored. He could join anyone, and they'd probably do better than Ferrari at the moment, including a I mean, team that doesn't even exist. I mean, he's a bit. I don't know. At one point, know. he was fair, and I was very excited, and it didn't last very long. <laughs> well, we'll get on to that Ferrari second soon. Any more news? Anything else? Nope. Uh, no. Ferrari announced a new livery for Monza. Oh, uh, with the yellow. Yep. The yep. yellow. Yep. Livery. Absolutely any difference or anything else like that. They probably spent more time thinking of that colour scheme than fucking tactics for a race. Well, to be, yeah, to be fair, they probably sat in the summer break and said, right, agenda today, the uh, race strategy for Holland, and we've got some new yellow on the car. Let's talk about the yellow. Oh, oh yeah. strategy. Yellow. <laughs> but, 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 guys, this comes around every year. And what does it remind you of? <laughs> I mean, Full if it had the golden arches on it, it'd make a hell of a lot more money and publicity. Nando's, all we can do is apologise. Last week he spoke to us. We've moved on. Next week could be Burger King. Could be. That's a point. Maybe we should try and get them. You know, we did Nando's. We've done Macadies now. So, yeah, we've got a, you know, Burger King. Don't I mean, I didn't. Burger because he hadn't had it. Don't Burger if yeah. you're listening. Come on, sponsor us. Get in touch, get in touch. I mean, I've. if you didn't realise, have you seen Behind My Head on the... We're actually sponsored by Shell, Santander, AMD, Etihad, Airways. So, how Wait, many episodes of... Made by them. Yeah, you, you just like that for the whole episode, mate, just so that's on view. If you're any of them guys, fucking give me my money. So, where's our free fuel? Where's our fucking business class flights? Yeah? And what else is he? And where's the fucking half a million credit on Santander? 
I mean, they probably Magic. listened to you for two minutes Bastards. and thought, nah. Bastards. Anyway, right, we move on. Any more news? No. Cool. FP1. Max passes lap. Hulk crashes. Signs out for Schwartzman. That's all I've got. Anything else? No. FP2. Piastri out. Ricardo. Um... Piastri, um, no, no, that that was when the the crash happened. Piastri went into the wall, and Ricardo said he either had to go into Piastri or the wall. I what hope, I hope Piastri was all right with that. It was a real weird crash. It like, was it, weird. It was like the, slow yeah. motion. Mm. But it's funny how he's broke his hand, hand though, like with a steering wheel, like obviously it snapped and his hand was on it. And yeah, I think he did it to avoid Piastri, but like you say, it was a really odd crash. Mm. Well, that's it. The train, the first thing to do is take your hands off the wheel. Mm. Yeah, in, in that instance, he wouldn't have done because he, he it's like he said, I either go into Piastri or the wall. So he made sure he steered it. Is, is this going to damage his comeback though? I think it will. Could do. I mean, his hand will be weak, won't it? He's broke something in it, so... Mm-hmm. It looked like pretty substantial, like, pot and whatnot, like bandaging. I mean, if you look at Stroll for the rest of, you know, this season as well, you know, I mean, you know, he started off with a broken... Oh, no, hang on, no, Stroll is just shit. <laughs> but as well, Japan... No, Singapore is one of the hardest tracks because it's a street circuit, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. That's a lot. There's a lot of steering there. It's really tight as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Very narrow tracks on both sides. Not a prestigious mm. event, really. No, no, not a prestigious. And it's a night race as well, so mm. it's dark, it's tight. Night races yeah. usually are, mate, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few lights on in different places, but... It's a nightmare. Yeah. Dark. The lights are on. Mm. Sky's black. Mm. There's a joke in there somewhere, but we'll, we'll leave it be. Um, FP3. I want another joke. Is it borderline? Uh, no. I have to read back. I have to read back. No, we're not going there. Um, FP3. <laughs> Max Max Spin, uh, Magnuson Red Flag, Joe, um, Escape Road Ferraris, and Lawson debut. It got a bit wet, and it got very exciting but stressful. Um, yeah, interesting. They set up nicely for Quali. Now, when before Quali. If anybody watched the F2 race, it was fucking carnage, basically, the sprint race. I think there was two red flags, two yellows. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely... So when Quali was on, I was thinking, fucking hell, this is going to be insane. But the weather was so extreme. Mm. Like, one minute it was pissing it down, and then, it, and then the track was dry. And then it was pissing it down again. I suppose being on next to the North Sea, things are going to happen. We Anything should else? <laughs> we should know, guys. We should yeah. know. Quali, straight away, signs out of the pits, nearly straight into Norris in Q1. 
Leclerc escapes just right at the end. So we had Lawson, Bottas, Magnussen, Ocon and Joe out. Q2. Ham, Hamilton out, blocked by Sonoda. What was he? Was he? I think what, he was. He was. Watch the camera. Watch the camera. Watch the angle. He's had to pull out, just starting to go flat out. That surely has an impact. Surely. Surely. He got a penalty for it. So. Must have done. When yeah. you're talking tenths and hundreds of a second, like. Yeah. yeah. The Hulk, Sonoda, Hamilton, Gasly, Strong. All out in Q2. Q3. Both Williams in Q3. Can you tell me? This is a quiz question, yeah? Can you tell me the last time both Williams made it into Q3? What year? Oh, Jesus. Probably 2008. Incorrect. Yeah. Plus 10 years. And a bit. Ish. 94. 2017. And it was at Monza. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sergeant crashed. Um, red flag. Max was third on his first run. So I thought this was getting tasty. And then Leclerc crashed. I mean, Leclerc again, at it again. So we had Sargent 10th, Leclerc 9th, Piastri 8th, Perez 7th, Sainz 6th, Alonso 5th, Albon 4th, which was very surprising. Russell 3rd, Norris 2nd, Max 1st by half a second. Wow. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Anything else to add to Quali? Um, I mean, go, go on. I was going to say Albon, Hulkenberg and Max all went off in the gravel. Um, <laughs> obviously, the rain made the track quite slippy. And then, obviously, after Sargent went off, they all come out on softs, didn't they? And it kind of dried. Like you said, it dried really quickly. You had a dry line. But I think Max just proved how good he is again. Mm-hmm. Half, half a second to Norris. Um, Russell was fed, so it did show that the mech had a bit of pace. But like you say, Albon, class. Sergeant, 10th. I mean, crashed, but 10th. Where is this Williams power coming from? I don't... It's because it's got no downforce. They reckon that the mech engine are obviously in the back of it, and they've not got much downforce, so it's got a very, very narrow working window at a track, and it just so happens that Zanfort was... One of them tracks. I mean, mm-hmm. Albon's been doing sneakily well lately, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's do. He's a good driver. I'm surprised a, a few teams are looking at him. You know, he was scarred from Red Bull. I think yeah. that's why. And I think Williams, you know, took the chance. And to be fair to him, he's as we've said before. He seems like he's a leader. He's leading yeah. that team and the car up. I, I yeah. think there's a lot of drivers out there which, you, you using your terminology as well, Mark, have been scarred by Red Bull. Mm. You know, they've, they've gone there 
they're not to red sorry they're not not it's not red bull standards they're not to max's standards so they, they get canned and there is nothing wrong with them they're fucking you know they're probably fantastic drivers they just can't drive Max Verstappen's car because let's face it, it's not a Red Bull car. We say it every week. It's not a Red Bull car. Right. It's Max Verstappen's car. Perez has even said that this week. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Why he's behind so much because, you know, the, the developments of the car, well, yeah, it's been developed for Max and he struggles to, do, to adapt to it. But Pierre Gasly, I mean, look at that guy. Well, yeah. this ties into what Toto said, you know. Um, it was questioned about the gap between Perez and Verstappen, and he said it's odd and bizarre. Um, Checo's not an idiot. We've all seen him in years, these years. Checo is a Grand Prix winner, multiple Grand Prix winner, and he's a, and he was at racing points, so I cannot comprehend. We've seen that Max has destroyed every single teammate that was with him, whether it's his ability to create a car around himself that is just very tricky to control, but fast if you can. And that creates those gaps. But I haven't heard any obvious explanations, but yeah, odd. Do you think Max drives totally different to anybody else? Is this why that car doesn't suit anybody else? But what traits has Max got that is different to, you know what I mean? It, it's mm. it's very odd <laughs> that you've had Gasly, um, you've had... Obviously, Ricardo, you've had Perez, um, you've had Kvyat. None of them can live with Max. Science, when they was in the Toro Rosso together, they were very, very similar. And then Max took a bit of a leap. That that Red Bull car is literally two. Max and Josh Verstappen's design, you know, what they want that car to be like. Max genuinely is next gen mm. that that's it he, he is a different and it probably sounds weird coming from me you know but I've always said I've got nothing against Max apart from he's a dick but he, he is 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 the next gen driver he's he's in a completely different league to any other driver out there just the, the, the stuff he can do with the car is unreal so yes the car is built for Max but I think could probably put Max in any car on that track. Mm. And he no. I disagree. I disagree with your last point, but I agree with the rest. I think it's I think that team has been slowly built around Max Verstappen. And I think it's happened over years. And I don't necessarily think it's the car. I think it's the team. Look at his dad and his influence that his dad has. I think it goes back to even like Austria and the owners of Red Bull, and I think it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know, and I think they've slowly aligned everything, put their eggs in one basket, so to speak, slowly over time, and now it's like we've said it before on the podcast, Red, it's Max Verstappen's Red Bull racing team. So, do you think then? Because I. I won't say my opinion until you've said yours, Tony. But we know. So if you took every car on the grid with the strongest team member in that team, and then in the other car you put Max Verstappen, do you think he'd beat everybody in their own car on the grid? No. I, see, I, think I, I do. 
I, th- I think I totally agree with James. I think I think there's maybe about two. Yeah, probably two, maybe three cars tops that he would struggle with. In yeah, fact, no, not even at a push two. I, I honestly he's think, good, but he's I not special. You don't think he's special, really? You see, I think that car is unbelievable. But also, I agree with you, Tony. It's designed for Max. It's yeah. it's Max's car. However, you can equate to how far he pulled away in the race. He's half a second quicker than everybody else on the grid at the minute. You can't get by if you've not got that next level, next generational talent. Because otherwise, you just become like Nico Rosberg. You might win a couple or you might win one championship. Max is just on a roll at the minute. He's won every race for however many. Yeah, but if you get a car that's good and you're confident with it and you know how to drive it and you're a good driver yourself, you can go far. And if you modify that and modify yourself, you can get better and better. And I think this is what we're seeing. I think we're seeing four five years of Max Verstappen and the car and the team just moulding together, together, together. Well, yeah, we all, we all know that. It's, it's been a, it's a, it's been a, a, a slow cut kind of thing and it's and it's really paying off. But the, the thing with Red Bull is, although we kind of see they're taking the time with it and stuff like that, they are, they are in the same sense, throwing all the eggs in the one basket. Oh, you yeah, know, we, we comment last week, Max is going to win the Constructors' Championship himself. Yeah. That's all Red Bull are looking at. They're not really bothered about Perez. They probably look at it as, well, Perez is there because we need a number two driver. We need two drivers mm-hmm. on the track. What what kind of shocked me about Perez's comments on that interview is at the beginning of the season, he started so well. So what changed in that car to go away from... Obviously, he was driving around them problems... Does it go back to, I mean, they didn't want him in the championship, so whoops-a-daisy, his car's a bit slower now. You know what I mean? His interview was like, oh, this is the reason why, because I like to do this, but the car does that. I like to do this, but the car does that. Well, at the beginning of the season, you was doing really well and you was up there. Yeah. Yeah, but he's made a few mistakes and he's dropped down the pack, and that's happened... Quali race, quali race, and if you haven't got people in your, if if you haven't got people behind you, pushing you, and you've got people criticizing you, and you've got people like what the fuck is his name? Is it Marco Helmut Marco? Helmut Marco, yeah, yeah. They're in the fucking pot, like people like that. You're gonna, mm. that's gonna affect you. Really I mean, affect you. He made two mistakes in the race, which we'll obviously get to. One yes. of them was just... I know it was tricky conditions. One of them was stupid. The other one was ridiculous. Like, what was he thinking? Because it even cost him a penalty. Like, because he was just being a dick. Don't get me wrong, he got screwed over in that race at one point. But let's be honest, we've said it before, Max is like Thanos. He was inevitable. Because he was not the pace. was unbelievable. And that's but talent. He was, but he was doing fine up until that really dodgy call. But Max had a so, slip uh, part him. 
I I think it's it's the team. The team are I don't think the team are fully behind him and he knows that. And straight away when Max came in first, he was like, Ah, this is it. This is it. It's happening again. Fuck it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Fucking, I mean, that, that first race that Ricardo had this this season and Horner actually walking up to him on the grid and wishing him luck, shaking his hand and stuff like that. And he probably just walked right by Perez. I just you might as well just spat on his fucking visor as he walked by, if anything, really. But Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But then in the in in the cameras, he's he's not fully defensive of Perez, is he? He's not he's always kind of pacifying or not making excuses, but he's not fully behind it, is he? He's not fully defending him, like so straight away. He's like, yeah. Oh, you, you know, if Donald Trump made the statements that Horner made, I'd probably believe him more. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> he is. Christian Horner's almost become a character. Like you, like because of Drive to Survive, like you said, he's become, he's, he's a liar. He's, a, he's absolute. But then I do think that he just says what the cameras want to, as if to defend himself, like, oh, we're, we're a team, we're a team. You're not. Max Verstappen's your number one. End of, even at the beginning of the season, is your number one. Just, just be honest about it. Don't lie. Yeah. Because we'd respect yeah. you a lot more, wouldn't we? We'd respect him yeah, a yeah. lot more. It's just fucking Absolutely. saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Anywhere, anywhere, the race. Um, but I don't know how long we've got left. Have we got? Have we got enough time? Or are we kind of got four minutes. Okay. Four minutes. Has anything anybody got anything else to add before we get in the race? Uh, no, no. I mean, I've got a hell of a lot of notes on the race because it was the most exciting race. Okay, then a couple of questions. Then okay, Liam Lawson. What? How? What number driver? So there's been tons of drivers in F1. So, what number was Liam Lawson in all the draw? What what's he? What what number is he in line of drivers? So, like, where's the question here? How many? There's been loads of drive. There's been loads of drivers, but what number is he? What what number? What's what? How many F1 drivers has there been? And you are including Liam Lawson. <laughs> So, so how many F1 drivers has there been, has started an F1 race? I think he's trying to tell us something, Mark. I think he is. Are you all right? Have, yeah. But are you having really a bit of a medical episode? Question. No, Can no, you no, smell? I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. What was your question? I think what he's trying to say is how, how many drivers, including Liam Lawson, has there been since F1 started? Right, now another question. Cheers, James. Thanks for clearing that up. That's okay. While you think about it, and while I think about my choice of words, I'm just going to eat a nugget. Oh, I thought you were going to like put like an ad break kind of thing in there because you wasted two of the four minutes trying to yeah. ask a simple question. Three hundred. Three hundred. James is going to go two nine nine. No. Five six five. 
think it's 775. You, you think? I mean, that's, that's not an answer. All I know is I beat Mark. Think. Where was these questions when we had the quiz last week? These are what, questions. Last, what is the longest interval between first podium and last podium? Oh, fuck, I saw this the other day. You did. Seventy races. Nice. I was, I was actually looking for it's time and the, yeah. the driver's Fernando Alonso. Yeah. So I want I think... years, months, days. Well, on that note, it's literally got a minute left, so take a break there, Tony. So we can all Google it and get the actual answer for the second yeah. part. No, fucking give me an answer now. No, there's we ain't got time. Go on, end it. Come on. You're post. gonna Google it. Post. You're gonna Google end it. it. Four years. No. James? He's, he's stalling. <laughs> he's going to Google it. No, it's... We're going to cut off. 4,000 days. 3,790. One yep. days. Right, sit. come on, Tone, wrap it up. It's it's 20 years, five months, and four days. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share, and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing, then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Hello, and welcome back. Two straight to the apex, part two. Um, from the previous question, James actually got it correct because over 3,000 days equates to eight years, which is closer. So congratulations, James. You got, the, you got that point there somehow. Um, Two nil. The race. The race. Dutch GP race day. Now, this was probably... I would say the best race this season. The craziest race for sure, fact. Yeah. Um, literally, I mean, I had two sleeps in this. <laughs> um, it had a red flag, yellow flag, a virtual safety car. How uh, much did you miss? How much did you... Did, where did you fall asleep? It was in, During in the, the red middle. flag? In the mid... No, 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 in the middle-ish. Wow. I think it was like right in the middle of the race. I fell asleep, then woke up, then fell asleep again, then woke up. Um, so the most exciting yeah, race of the season, you still fell asleep. Yeah. Right. Why? Why did Hamilton start on medium? 
can somebody somebody somewhere please tell me why he did that because matt got it wrong i'm gonna say mercedes just did an absolute shit show and i mean mercedes performance on race day was probably worse than the performance on track during the red flag they um their weather radar didn't have it raining as much as it did where everyone else had it raining as much as it did hence why they started on soft because they said it'd be grippier when it started to get wet and Mac was like nah ours is right it's it's not gonna rain they fucked it royally fucked it up even when everyone started going in and both Hamilton and fucking George are both like what what are we doing? And they're going, no, no, we're, we're going to hold it out. And you know what? You, you watch it and you're like, you know what? If you are right, this is going to pay off dividends. But if you're wrong, you're fucked. I mean, Tony, I mean, did you enjoy George's comments on the radio? I was yeah, predicted for a pearl here. How have we got this so wrong? I, I really liked that. No, no, honestly, I, I was glad that someone had the fucking balls to go to his own team and say, you guys have fucked up and I want an explanation. That That is what he has said there. You guys have fucked up massively. I want an explanation. Have you seen the um, the meme of him on Twitter dressed as a weatherman? Uh, at the, obviously, uh, uh, a board of like the England and he's like, you predicted, and he's like pointing at the weather. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but oh, really, I saw really, it today. Really it was quite funny. That. It is quite funny. Yeah, they fucked it up. They fucked it up. I, I tuned in straight for the race. I saw no like like updates or briefings about any any of the pro the pre show. I just tuned in and it was like, right, sweet, off we go. Halfway around the track, shit's raining. Well, shit, it's form- raining. The formation lap was dry, and then they set off. And the next time they come to that corner, it was absolutely soaked. It was like yeah. Bernie's been out of his sprinkler again. Could they? Could they have started off on inters? Well, no, because it was burned dry. I say it was. They don't know, need an excuse but... not to race in the rain, because let's be honest, the FIA. I, I was very surprised that they didn't like delay the start because you know this is what they've got a knack for doing at the minute you we are allowed to race in the rain we have well, extreme wet let's come back to that at the end because yeah. again i've got yeah. a big fucking bone to pick there like clean start clean start alonzo turn three on russell quality and norris and he got both and, of them. class and norris yeah yeah yep. rain chaos uh, Perez pitted, Leclerc pits against his own team. He had gone past the point of no return. Yep. And on an interview afterwards, he made it upon himself to just turn into the pit. Yep. Which personally gave me the biggest laugh I have had this season when his car was in the pit lane on the second lap with absolutely no tyres on it whatsoever. And the team yeah. were just literally like 
that mechanic, Jesus Christ, they had all the grace of a fucking... Yeah, but fucking what do you expect? They, they talk about in team briefings, right, you can't make a decision after this point. He made yeah. the decision. He told the team as he was entering the speed limit sign. I, I, I like to imagine that the mechanics are all sat there on, on the little deck chair things that they've got, with where they've got the helmet sat on the top of the head, just watching the screen. And then one of them just like looks over his right shoulder and sees a fucking Ferrari car just out. It's like, shit. <laughs> I mean, I thought Ferrari had fucked up. I thought, here we go again. Like, and I, yeah, I, I hope it's that the mecha- that was it's funny. the mechanic just jumping over the front wing and then like yeah. nonchalantly walks over and puts the wheel on. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's the fucking second lap. It's chaos out there. Put the fucking tyres on oh, and I get the fuck out of there. I don't think it was the team's fault at all. I think it was a Leclerc's ego to think that the team are just there at his beck and call. Like, fuck off. You missed the point. You should have gone round again. And what you did was, you was like, no, no, I'm coming in and I want my tyres. I'm glad he was sat there with no tyres because it made him look like the fool that he is. Mm. He could argue, as soon as it rained, why wasn't he on the Inters? Why wasn't people get? But it was so quick. Yeah, it was so quick. Yeah, it was. It, it was too quick. Like you say, you'd just seen the footage of the cars go around and it was burned dry. The thing mm. was, though, it was it. It came down suddenly, and it was looking like it was just going to stop. You know, a lap as well. Mm. It, you know, it wasn't just Mercedes sitting there saying, "Oh, we're going to sit this out." You know, there, there, there was a few of them all 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 saying the same thing, and it was only about. Two or three laps later, when they started to go, yeah, this this isn't going anywhere. But Albon, and they flying. Albon stayed on his slick tires because he had, he was the only one in the race that couldn't pick his compound. After that, he had to go to a medium or a hard because he'd run soft, where everyone else had put um, an inter on so they could run what they wanted. Albon stuck it out. How the hell he kept that car on track is ridiculous. And that's, that goes back to what we were saying about Albon earlier. How, how can you turn around and say that he can't drive? Yeah, yeah. I mean, was it last, was it last season when he pretty much nursed the tyres for up, up to the second to last lap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy. 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 But Norris and Russell also stayed out and they went backwards very quickly and that pretty much destroyed their race. Yeah. Um, and it was a good Karun Chan 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 doc. Yeah, well done. Made a very good point, and I've got it down on here. Completely opposite strategies for the win of the race, and it was literally everything was in the balance. You could get the quali final picks, quali final positions in your hand, and literally lob them up the wall, and then whoever, however, it landed. That's how they were racing. And it was just, I don't even think Sky Sports could, F1 could keep up with what was going on. Well, so some of the. I don't think anybody could. So so some of the stats, obviously, we said it was a a record. There was a new record set with 186 overtakes. 59 of them were broadcast live. 
59 out of 186. And Alonso made 13 of them overtakes. Jesus. On lap three, there were 63 overtakes, which is also a new record. Previous record was 45. I mean, that shows you, with all the sky cameras there and everything, out of 186 overtakes, we only saw 59. Live. I'm actually a little bit pissed off about that. We well, only because everyone was overtaking everybody. It was just chaos. Like you saw yeah. cars, it was like F2 and F3 cars were in there because they were on <laughs> drive, and there was like Alonso just bombing around on his inters, going woohoo! And it it won it won just once where there was like a mad dash for the pits or anything else like that. There was two or three of them. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Crap. So every, every every time I thought we need to watch the pits, there was shit going on outside. Yeah, it yeah. was it was challenge either way. Yeah. Well, I've got lap three Perez storming, storming past everybody. Mm. Lap seven, it was Perez one, Max two, Max had caught with him a bit, and then yeah, eleven Max pits first. We've already kind of touched on this already in undercuts Perez. The, the the difference in cars, it comes really apparent in moments like this. It's most apparent in moments like this where he can basically click his fingers, and it's almost it's almost like magic. He can pull under the second two seconds out of the car, and it's like how the fuck did he even do that? Yeah. Where is that coming from? Yep, yeah. scary. Almost four seconds faster, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, well, when he come out of the pits, he was on a mission. Like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, was, I think he took four seconds out of Perez and they were like, oh, crap. I mean, how is he four seconds quicker than the, the same car? Yeah. So, it this, sense. <laughs> well, this, this was a conversation I had with Charlie had on, 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 because we, we got there, watched the race at Charlie's dad's. Um, and it just, you know, Max had just overtaken, got the four-second lead and all that kind of stuff. And I turned around and said, what do you always say? How the fuck is he doing that in the same car with the same tyres? And at first, Charlie's dad was, it was another F1 buddy guru. I mean, Jesus, if Charlie's a guru, then he's, I don't know, he's probably like Mecca. Um, yeah, yeah, Yoda. Um, Charles Xavier. He just went, well, you know, maybe sometimes the drivers are just that much better. And I went, yeah, but four seconds better? Said, no. No. And he, he just kind of looked at me and laughed because he, he, he knows that they're fucking cheating. He just doesn't like to say it. Hmm. Well, and other religions are available, by the way. Um, but then Gasly vs. Science. Um, that was a nice little battle. Yeah. Gasly really surprised me this race. and. Should he can do it, he can really drive the car. Is he? I don't know. He's, he got, I mean, they do right up there, third in the end. Was he lucky? Was he just lucky? Or was he, did he, did he pretty much nail it? I suppose you create your own luck. Think, right place, right time. Yeah, I think Alpine got the calls right. I mean, he was one of the first to pit with Perez and Leclerc and everything. Obviously, he got lucky with Perez's penalty, but I think he was. It was just one of them races, a bit like when he won 
was it um Monza? Was it yeah, it was at Monza, years. wasn't it? He Two was years in ago. the right place at the right time, everything fell for him. But he also drove really well. He kept it on the track, mm. he, he was clean, he he did what he had to do. Yeah. And well, then he does rookie. And he got a penalty. And he got a penalty yeah. for speeding in the pit lane. So five second penalty. Yeah, he had that to make up as well. Yeah. Well, it, we're only on lap fifteen. Sergeant turn a crash. And that pretty much again brought everyone back together and started the race again pretty much, didn't it? Yeah. Um Max. What have we got? Max, Perez, Alonso, Gasly, Sainz, Joe. That was the order. Norris, 11th. Leclerc, 12th. Hamilton, 13th. And then when it all kicked off, Piastri went past Bottas, Hamilton past Leclerc. And Leclerc went backwards and then eventually retired on that 41. Can anybody shed any light on that? I mean, a bit of floor damage. What was that? I bet. Tony, do you need to go to the toilet again? No, that was my wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah. What What did you say? I can't remember now. The fat put me off. Was it a fat? I don't know what it was, to be honest. Um, Leclerc. Yeah. Um, oh, the damage. damage. Yeah, he damaged his I did some floor damage in the living room. <laughs> you normally do. Um, yeah, Leclerc his his wing was damaged, the car was damaged. He just he just looked off it, didn't he? I, I think I don't know if that was a bit of a lame excuse. But um what did you think to Russell nearly losing it in front of Hamilton? Well, I get on to that. Where is that? That's 59. Yeah. Alonso passes signs. They get the call to get ready for the rain. Lap 59, Hamilton on soft against Russell's on hard. And Russell touches the grass, which he loves to do, um, and made a big, big save. But it, it was a good a save, but I'd have big, pissed myself if it could have been. It could have been a big, big crash, because they're going really quick around that section. <laughs> he's, again, he's another one. He's there with Leclerc, Perez. Like he pushes the limits, and he ends up in some really sticky situations. Um, Perez paid, and nearly everybody else lap sixty-one. The rain came again. Hamilton paid, but did anybody see the cameraman get in the way of George Russell coming in? No. So Hamilton Pitts, Hamilton Pitts and the cameraman's behind the left rear tyre as it's been changed. And then Russell obviously pulls away. Hamilton pulls away, sorry. And the cameraman's facing the rough facing, obviously following the car away. Doesn't realise that Russell's behind him. So the, the engineer has to like push him out of the way, literally pulls him out of the way. And then Russell just slots in. Like if he hadn't got him out of the way, he would have brought, he would have been dead because he was literally right behind him. Literally right behind him. 
and yeah, that comes Siron, and then you can see it, they see that they turn around as if to go, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> nice. I never know. I remember yeah. them going in, I was like, oh, they're actually fucking double stacking them. That's ballsy, but yeah, didn't notice that. <laughs> the cameramen get everywhere. It is a tight pit lane. It is a very tight pit lane. Yeah. Oh, that'll be that. Yeah, I'll have to view that. Um, Ocon goes on to full wet, and this is where the debacle starts for me. He Mm. says, This is the worst decision, guys. And then it all kicks off Perez turn one. Joe Sonoda. Basically, turn. The, the straight in turn one just turned into a a bowling pin, um, bowling yeah. alley. Hamilton went off, Perez spun, and I think he tapped the barrier, didn't he, with his rear? Like you say, Joe went off. They were just all skittling off. Max went wet, Perez went wet, and as Perez pulls out, red flag. Yeah. Now, this is my biggest bugbearer. What's the point in having a full wet? if we are immediately going to go on to red flag. Like, the drivers that are on intermediates, right, they are F1, they are the top drivers in the world. If you're willing to stay out on intermediates, you're willing to run the risk of aquaplaning if you're going at a certain speed and going straight into the barrier and ending your race and causing injury. You need... To get onto full wet as soon as possible. Yep. Why are we copping out straight on? Why are we copping out on the red flag straight away? Why? It's, it's a fucking health and safety fucking thing, isn't it? It's, it's just health and safety on fucking rides. But I get it. If this, if the stewards on the track and you know there's a crane going out or anything else like that, especially in those conditions, you know, looking back at Japan and stuff, fine, red flag it. But as soon as the car is out of the way. That's it. Yeah. Race yeah. on. They had a 40-minute delay because it was... Like you say, once that was clear, I, I totally get why the red flag bit. Like you say, it was all going off in that corner. Totally agree with Jim. That's, that's the reason. Yeah. God, God forbid someone's beamed it right down turn one, straight into the barrier. And then the next car comes along, beams it straight into that car that's in the barrier. Yeah. Then they red flag it, and before you know it, there's another car going into another car, going into another car, into the barrier. Yeah. And you're going to get a fucking, well, let's not go there. So, okay. But 40-minute delay, because I know it was heavy rain, I know it was really heavy, but they are the best drivers in the world, apparently. And it's it's been a thing in... Then we have to for fucking 40 minutes. And also, why why have two laps about the safety car? You've got this to clear the way you can have a grid start. You could have had a, a wet grid start and it'd have it'd have mixed it. It'd have been a right good start because it'd have mixed it up. Well, as, as soon as I said, oh, yeah, so we're going to start up and it's going to be a rolling start, I was like, right, yeah, so then if there's anything else, you can just have the safety car out just so that Max can just crawl over the finish line. I mean, Max is going to fucking win it anyway. The guy's well, Thanos, like, but... Yeah. Not yeah. Why would we have a grid start on full wets when that's, in my opinion, just as dangerous as carrying on 
with intermediates tuning onto wets. Is it be funny? The, the best drivers in the world. Why wouldn't you have a grid start? You've brought that rule in to have a bit of jeopardy. What's the biggest bit of jeopardy? Full wet track. You've got to do a grid start. And, and going back to your question earlier, Tony, as well, what's the point of having wet tyres if you're not going to fucking use them? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's full. I've come full circle on myself, haven't I? You have. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Yeah. What did you think to Perez when it obviously pitted? And then it was a red flag, and it was, it, I did laugh when he was stuck at the end of the pit lane and he went, weren't allowed out. But then they yeah. rolled it back, because obviously he was dropping down the order, and then they rolled it back so that it was back up to third. Don't know if they agree with that. No, I agree with I agree. First when it started, and he was back in third, but then I realised, no, because he wouldn't have started dropping down the pecking order. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. You can't penalise him for making the right decision because it's because it's now raining heavily. You're going on to wets. Yeah, but Red Bull have it coming. I mean, it'd have been funny. Especially if it had been mapped at the end of the pit lane. Oh, God, that would have been hilarious. Well, Perez, fan no, 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 no. speeding in the pit lane. I want Max to get nine. I want Max to get equal to Seb. And then I want him to lose. So, <laughs> there's your record. There's your record. Look, I you bet. see it? You can almost touch it. Oh! Let's get to that in a minute. Okay. Safety car, procession. Then we had Alonso versus Max. Supposedly Alonso could have maybe caught him, but didn't want to. I call bullshit on that. Yeah. Um, we had Russell versus Norris. We had Hamilton versus Sainz. I've said it before. When that neck is low on fuel, it starts to fly. And but he could not get past Sainz. And then could Sainz not do left it. him. Yeah, car's not there yet. Still not there. Yeah. And then Russell touched Norris in his battle. Gets a puncher. Leaves leaves the race. How how unfortunate that was. I bet you was happy this weekend. Russell moaning on the radio. Russell nearly binning it, and then Russell crashing with Norris and dropping down the order. I loved it to be honest. Um, I loved it. Every single second of that race for Russell, I loved. And yeah, there we go. The Dutch GP. Anything else to add? Um, crazy, chaos, you name it. Add it all. It did. Um, anything else? No? No, I think you covered everything there, Tony. Final order, Max, Alonso, Gasly, Perez, Sainz, Lewis, Norris, Albon, Piastri, Ocon, Stroll, Hulkenberg, Lawson, Bottas, Sonoda with his... No, Sonoda 15th, Magnussen 16th, Russell 17th, Joe Leclerc, Sergeant, DNFs. So, yeah, nothing more to add? No. We move to Monza, prestigious track. Um, Very prestigious. He said the word. He said the it's, word. It's next this weekend. Yeah, straight into it. Interesting. It's. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Will Max get his tenth and outright record? 
I mean, have you got your predictions ready? No, but I know I go first. So if you want to review the previous, and then we'll go from there. Go for it, James. So, before the last race, Mark was on 34 points. I was on 36. Tony was on 39. We're all smart asses now. We know how it works. We all went for Max for the win. We got three points each. After that, though, we ain't smart asses. None of us got fucking second or third. Nope. But that leaves the scores now with Mark on 37 points, me with 39, and yourself, Tony, at 42. When it comes to the ladies, um... Katie and Charlie still doing the rebellious thing of just picking any fucker but Max, not thinking this is a competition and we should be trying to win it. Um, Katie had gone Hamilton, Ricardo, Alonso, so she started on seven and is still on seven. Uh, Charlie went Piastri, Perez, Norris, so she started on 12 and is still on 12. And Beth there is... A little bit smart. Went with Max Hamilton Perez. Started on 27 and is now on 30 points. Only seven points behind me. Oh, Your wife, Mark, is on seven points. I know. Well, I, I mean, who the hell Yes, one guru. Yeah, she's on 12. I know. Out, out and out competition. Competitive in the Wilkin household. It's just every man for themselves. <laughs> Yes. I know. Stupid. I've tried. I've tried. I've told her. I've tried. <laughs> Complete annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> I said to Charlie, you know there's a forfeit, right? I, I, I think I, she'll be all right. Me and Beth I actually have a fun. slight chat now. Like, I go, are you, are you sure about that? Like, are you sure about that? I really want Beth to beat you. That's my only girl out of all this. I'm not but saying I'm scarily I'm not thinking say anything. That she might be I've been here before. I've made claims. I've talked really stupid, and it's come to bite me. So I'm. He's stalling, James. He still ain't got no. And you know what? Straight after me saying that, I am going to be bold, and I'm going to say something here. This Go might be. Go on, say it. The pick of the year. Go on. I'm going to go for a different winner. I knew you was going there. I knew it. Go on, turn. Go and for it. And it's between it's between two drivers because obviously you have not done this. So it's either well, no. What what is no, no, It's it's either Alonso or Norris that's going to win in my eyes. So go on. So it's Alonso then. I think I'm going to go with. I don't know. I don't know. Something tells me Norris is going to win, but something else tells me that Alonso is going to win. We can't have them both. I'm going to go for Fernando Alonso to win the Monza 2023 GP. And if I get that right, I want absolute... I want a fucking... Everything. I want everything. Okay. That's not it. Second and third? Norris 
Lewis. I I do I I'm gonna keep my mouth shut until everybody else picks. Right, okay. Okay. Who's, who do you want to go next? Max. So Max, I've got, yeah. I've got Max for the win. And then this is really, really weird. That so I've got Max for the win. And I, I had it I had this written down before the podcast. Norris second. Sick. Alonzo Fed. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. So, I had mine a... written before recording as well. I had Max for the win. Signs second. I think there'll be a Ferrari car. Oh, and Alonso. Hang on. How the fuck can you judge? Who have you gone fed, Jim? Might as well be on fucking Latifi, Roman Grosjean, and fucking, I don't know. Why have you put a Ferrari in the top three? Why not? I I, I toyed with it. <laughs> Who was your third pick? Who was your third pick, sorry? Alonso. Alonso, right. I I <laughs> was to and fro with a Ferrari on the podium, if I'm honest. It's Monza. It's Monza. Yeah. Well, haven't we learned anything from the past fucking 11, 12 races? Yeah, that yeah, that Max wins and you haven't fucking beat <laughs> him. Says this guy. And <laughs> we learned anything, Tony. And we learned anything. Um, there is a curse at Monza. Whoever wins it last year has a DNF the following year, and it's happened. But if there was ever a guy to break the curse. Exactly. Mm. Right. In a, a situation, a car, a team. I mean, I'm banking on spirits here. I'm banking I on really spirits. Hope, I really I'm... hope you're right in the sense that it'd be nice for Alonso to win, former Ferrari driver. It'd be great for him to win. I just, it, Monza is a fast track. I don't think they've got the power. Uh, unless Max has a breakdown, and I'm really, really scared to think that the Red Bull might break down now because we haven't had one for a while. Mm. So what, what's your wife gone for? My wife has not given me any picks. No oh, way. She's given me nothing. She just keeps farting and the dog needs a poo. I'm trying to get your attention. What about your That's... wife, James Welly? Why don't you go go get your wife? I've got it. Now. Oh, you've got him. You... Right. Okay. Max to win. Right. Lewis second. Leclerc third. And I. Ooh, so she's got absolutely. She's well. got a Ferrari in the top three as well. It's it's like. She's listening to me. That that's that's my wife. That is my wife, yeah. Lindsay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not funny, mate, but. If she gets all three of them, she is only five points behind you because let's face it, you ain't getting jack shit. Stop. Can we all stop saying this? I bet you, I bet you he fucking jams it because he has done this season. And then he'll (laughs) he'll literally live on it like, I knew that was going to happen. (laughs) Max has to DNF in the race. That's the only way. Even Even if he fucks up qualifying, he can still win. From any point, any 
any place, he can still win. He won't, because Horn is bored now. He's not looking for wins. He's looking for records. Yeah. So, if something happens to Max's car, he'll just change the fucking number on it. And use Perez's engine. Exactly. Exactly. Charlie's? Not not a cheat. Uh, Charlie has gone... <laughs> funnily enough, she's put a Ferrari on the podium. Um, signs for the win. You're, you guys are crazy. There's no way. There's no way. There's, there's more chance of Max not finishing than a Ferrari getting on the podium. Okay. That's facts. Right, okay. There's no, there's no way Ferrari's getting on the podium. James, no you just realised this is recorded, don't they? So we've got evidence there's of all no this. There's no way a Ferrari's getting on the podium. Right, no okay. way. Okay. Okay. No way. I'll make a note of that. Yep. No way. No. Ferrari's getting on the <laughs> no podium. way. Ferrari's getting on that podium. 29th of August, 2023. There's no way the Ferrari's getting on the podium for Monza. So, yeah, anyway, so Charlie went signs for the win. Alonso second. Hamilton third. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay what, are you worried that even Charlie's going to have more points than you by the end no, of this? No, I just, I, sometimes I think if my picks kind of align with the gurus, then I'm I'm on the same, the wavelength. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're in. She's got 12 points. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't I was going to say, yeah. yeah. The guru. Yeah, she hasn't picked Max by, by default. Um, Katie's on your thinking, turning. That there will not be a Ferrari on the podium. Thank. I mean, read into that as much as you want. But well, she's got I seven points. She's got seven <laughs> points. So yeah, I'm. I'm going to read into that like exactly like me and James are. You won't got a fucking chance in hell of getting maximum points this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate you got, two laughing away, you son of a. Katie's got Lewis to win. She's got. Perez finishing second. And she's got Lando Norris finishing third. Wow. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean... I mean it's not the winner. No. It, I mean, it's not as out there as Tony's. I, I hope you'll get no points and we all get points. I mean, fucking hell, that would be so good. I even want Ferrari to win yeah. that. Because... Just just of your quotes and the fact that you are so bullish that they will not finish on the podium. They're not. There's no way. There's no way. Keep I'll, going. I'll... Keep going. There's no way they'll finish on the podium for this race. They can. You're I mean, you're living a you are honestly living in a in a dream. You're a pipe dream if you think from the whole season that they will get on the podium. Unless they have literally kept everything. They're going to do something special, like they're putting some special things on their cars for this race. All I'm going to say to you, Tony, is I also haven't got Ferrari on the podium. So, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, on on these bombshells, you've been listening to Straight to the Apex F1 podcast with me, Tony, Mark, and James. Sometimes called something different. Excuse me. Tune in next week. See if the, how the predictions are gone. Um, I might Charlie's turn up quiz. with a crown. We'll have and to do quiz. Yep. 
and the kit. We'll have to do the quiz next week as well, Charles quiz that she's um she's kindly done for us. Or yeah. Anything else to add, gentlemen? All I'm going to say is the Charlie quiz is only about seven questions, but she has promised an end-of-the-season quiz that she will post. She's got plenty of time. We want no excuses from her. Because apparently someone on this podcast says she does fuck all. I can't remember who it was, but someone did say that. Wow. Thank you, Andy. And hopefully we'll see you soon on the podcast. That's all I can say. Catch us at all the places. You know where they are. Spotify, uh, YouTube and whatnot. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. Comment down below. What do you think to my picks? See you soon. Bless you. Bye. 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 So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one gone. Another race in the bag. More races to come. What more could you want? It's a jam-packed, packed full of jam, Formula One podcast. And it's the best. I love it. I'm sure you guys love it. And I think other people should love it too. Some of the ways we can get this podcast out to other people is by liking it, sharing it around. Subscribe to the podcast. That way you get notifications when there's new episodes available. Leave a review. That's a good one. Let other people know how much you enjoy it, how much you love it. Uh, one thing you can do is you can go to the website, thecookiecast.com. That way you can get in touch with the guys using social media links, email button, all of that. That's all there. Um, get in touch. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, send us a good email. We'll get it read out. All that good stuff. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome, you got to like, share and subscribe.